And we back up in this thing. Best storytelling podcast in the world. We in here. Uh, technical set of difficulties up in this damn thing. You can hear us now. Yeah, okay. We back. Yeah, we back. Damn it, I ain't holding this mic all damn night. Joining me today, we in here. My boy. Went to TSU with me. One of my frat brothers. Been talked about many times on this podcast. Today's uh, good episode is by our good friends over there at Cavassier, who have been so kind and gracious to uh, get us in the game. I'm, 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 I'm getting in there today. Yeah, I think I'm going to need to reach it. Yeah. After uh, roast weekend, yeah. this shit is... Uh, this shit is necessary. We're coming to you live from Sorrell's Manor. Um, I want to send a shout out to our good friends and other sponsors over here, the Gas Gods. We want you to get those damn likes up. So while we get this thing started, uh, we got We got to get this thing started all the way. You know, we not we not we not coming in here until y'all get these likes up. We not starting this thing because it ain't nothing but a G thing, baby. We not starting this thing until we get this thing. All the way. No time to get drunk. Yeah, I mean, we're going to get drunk. We're going to get lit. We're going to get all the way lit. Uh, let's get that. Yo, to the best podcast in the whole wide world, best storytellers, we want to give you this right here. An award. Award for being the best fans that we got. Come on over to patreon.com backslash did you miss me podcast and make sure you support us. Join us over there as well as, huh? Get all the new merchandise we got. Did you miss me podcast.com? New merchandise. You see it. You see it. Take it in, bitches. We all up in this thing. Exclusive content only on patreon.com. We black owned. Mm hmm. Well, a narcotics officer was killed today serving a high risk warrant in Echo Park. I better comment as I go along. What happened? He is survived by his wife and infant child. Shit gets deeper. Yeah, she brought all the lighters over here. Light them up. Pass me the bitch. Uh huh. Let me tell you something. So, that is supposed to be the best week. John. Now y'all might not might remember this. Um, I told y'all a while ago about a night that I was out with Davin Tesno, uh, John Rashawn, and we were going to Dreams to meet up with K. Reed and Big Sydney. Uh, I told you that uh, we got hit. Drunk driver ran to the back of us and shit. Yeah. Davin gets out the car, throws. A rock and then punches the nigga, this driver, because he was drunk. And then out of nowhere, after he does that and leaves, because they pick him up, a whole jeep full of white boys, Mexicans, and Asians in the street gang with chains and shit jump out and we have to fight their ass. It's that job that was out there with me on the side of the freeway. Shit was funny. Shit was rough. I mean, I know you recall that night. Yeah. Yeah, didn't think we was gonna make it out alive. When that nigga, when the white boy got out of the car, and said, "Hey, you don't want to hit my buddy?" Bah! Knocked me over the car. I went flying. John stole off, knocked the nigga out. 
and we out there just squabbling on the side of 16 by the gallery, just, just out there squabbling. But do you remember what they did to your car? They beat, the, my, they beat my car up. Remember, that, uh, remember you used to play Street Fighter? Yeah, when you beat the car. <laughs> when you beat the car. <laughs> they beat the shit out of my car. They beat my window down so bad. They wouldn't let me drive my car on the street and take my car home, man. It's just... That Asian stood on top of your hood with a chain. Stood on top. And repeatedly <laughs> knocked your windshield out. Repeatedly. He said, DeMarcus uh, is trying to say, we looking like some after seven rejects. Like, bro, these niggas is in here late night. I knew the Asian dude was crazy because when he hopped out the Jeep, he did six roundhouses for nothing. Just straight air. And that's when I looked at Billy and say, are you ready? <laughs> that nigga was out there squabbing. He was fighting and talking. After he got his six practice kicks in, I say, oh, yeah. Yeah, we, we about to get it in. We definitely about to get this shit in. Oh, yeah. So we was out there going hamburger sausage trying to stop this shit. It was ugly. This weekend was nuts. Now, a lot of y'all might be wondering, why in the fuck is the title of the episode called Billy Lives by Penitentiary Rules? You have you want to help? You want you want to tell them what happened? Should I tell them? Yeah, you probably gonna have to tell them. I already made a sign for you once. You, go, go give me the sign. You made a sign. I just like to abide by certain rules in that office. And I think we should keep that going. <laughs> I'm living by penitentiary rules now, dog. It's a simple rule just to follow. I think this is frowned upon. You made a sign. The sign says, what does it say, y'all? No fucking in the mouth zone. Simple rule. Simple rule. You know why he says no fucking in the mouth zone? I'll tell you why. What do court? Just in case people can't read, you have to have pictures. You gotta have pictures. You never know. Just wanted to get my point across. This <laughs> nigga drew a sign that says, because this is a what? So no fucking in the mouth zone. <laughs> that means no penises enters the mouth in the office. You understand? We don't want to talk about it. Don't want to hear about it. That's it. I'll pass that on to you. So let me just say this. So I went through Courtney's phone. She had been going to Atlanta. I didn't have plans on going through her phone. And uh, I ended up going through her phone. I went through her phone. Some nigga had been messaging her, trying to see her, trying to hang out with her and shit. Being way too goddamn friendly. So uh, I called the nigga. I said, hey, man, what's up? He's like, man, who is this? I was like, no, man, uh, this is... It's Billy, man. It's uh, it's Courtney's husband. What's going on, bro? I don't know no, I don't, I don't know no Courtney. I don't know no Courtney. I was like, no, man. You know Courtney. I'm, I was, I was reading the conversation, man. You, you know Courtney. 
I don't know the court. I don't know what type of lame whole ass nigga go through a bitch phone worrying about what another nigga doing. I said, hey man, you know it's all good. That's my wife, you know. I just figured, you know, y'all was talking, y'all friends. We should be friends. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. Man, what type of what type of lame ass whole ass shit is this? And I said, uh, man, bro, you know, because I've been on my work on myself shit. Let me let me pause. There's some some tennis. I'm gonna pause the story right here. Cause I've been going to get my little counseling on, trying to be better, talking to people on the phone, live MD. Below trying to get better, not trying to be a liar, not trying to be angry, not trying to be crazy. So I've been talking, you know, trying to get stuff worked out. Uh, things they told me about is, you know, accountability is uh, a mature concept. And uh, I've been trying to work on stuff. You know what I'm saying? Hey, you agree? I've been trying to work on it. That is true. Kind of proud of you, too. Yeah, I, you know, I go off and be crazy, ignorant and tripping and shit. But Hank, we... uh. You know, just trying to make shit better, bro. Me patched it up with Ernest Dog. You know, me, me and E, we good. And Simon, we got good now. So it's just like one of them times where I'm just trying to be a better person. But you know, niggas be want to push me. And so I was like, listen, brother, you know, I understand this little mis- You know, I just want to clear this up. You know, I just feel like you talking to my wife on, on the text message. And I feel like I should know who you are. We should all be friends. So then he tries to get upset. Yo, bitch ass nigga, you don't know, nigga. I'm a street nigga. But I, was, I was like, hey man, look, I'm really trying to not talk to you like that. We should just talk. Now, just want to add this in the story. Yeah. I was taking a nap on this couch while this is going on. Yeah, you was. So I didn't know the backstory at first. Okay. Yeah. Communication, patience, understanding. Things that you got to know about when you go to counseling. Communication, patience, understanding. Also, what they tell you is, is expectations uh, is the thief of joy. See, if you have expectations, when somebody takes them away, your joy leaves. Your happiness leaves because you have expectations. You shouldn't have them. So, uh, they because when you have expectations, if somebody doesn't follow through with them, Expectations lead to frustration. Frustration leads to anger. Anger to disappointment. And then you enraged at that point. And then it's popping. Somebody ain't even trying to go through all that. You know what I'm saying? I'm being accountable. I'm like, listen, brother, I understand this might be uncomfortable for you, but I just feel like we should have this dialogue. <sighs> he tells me, yeah, nigga, fuck you, nigga. Oh, oh, ho ass. Yeah, I know. Oh, Billy Surreal comedy ass, nigga. I know who you are, nigga. Yeah, nigga. Yeah, I seen your I seen your wife out. Yeah, nigga. I was I hollered at a nigga. Uh, I was like, hey, all right, all right, all right. Okay. I said, well, that's what. You know who I am. Now let's see who you are. FaceTime. FaceTime opened up. This boy looked like a beanie single stunt double. I say, oh. And Courtney by this time is over here. I said, I said, bro, you see me, now I see you. He said, oh, whole ass nigga, nigga, fuck all that nigga, has me the Draco. Nigga reaches in the back seat, some nigga pulls out the Draco. He has the Draco, he's pointing it at the phone. He's pointing a Draco at the phone. Like he was going to shoot you through the phone. Right, see in Atlanta. And I know he in Atlanta. And I'm getting upset. And uh, I'm getting frustrated now because I was calm. It's cool. But he pushed you to the limit. He pulled a Draco out and pointed at me. At the phone. At the phone on FaceTime. Were you scared? 
No, I wasn't scared. Let me tell you what happened. I snapped. All that counseling shit. All that all that shit went out the window. I said, hey, let me tell you something. Let me tell you what's about to happen. You finna come where I am, or I'm finna come where you at. Cause you got me fucked up. Oh nigga, what's happening? I said, yeah. Let me help you out. He was like, nigga, I'm a rich, nigga, I'm a million dollar nigga, nigga. All this nigga, I got millions of dollars. I said, oh, you got you got millions of dollars? That's cool. I got money too. So this is what I'm gonna do. I'm finna book you a ticket. And I'm finna fly you down here. Don't pack no motherfucking bag, bitch, because you ain't going back. Then I sent that nigga my location. I said, so send me yours. I'm over to the airport. You coming down here. But let me tell you something. You got your Draco. I want you to know tonight that nigga, not only am I going to shoot you in your motherfucking face, but I'm going to fuck you in the mouth. And I'm going to fuck you. And I'm going to nut you until the cops come. And I'm going to fuck all your partners, too. All you niggas is getting fucked tonight. Nah. I'm shoving my dick in your mouth, and you're going to be the nigga. Not only are you going to be dead, you're going to be the first nigga to get your mouth raked out. I'm going to fuck your mouth in. And that's how they're going to find you. I'm going to fuck your mouth in. Imagine to my surprise. I'm asleep on this beautiful, comfortable couch. And you hear your boy's voice. Says he going to erect his penis. Into someone's throat. I didn't have my shoes on so fast. I'm looking like, what the fuck? And he kept repeating it louder. And and mind you, they're on FaceTime. So he can see his mouth. Yeah, nigga. All in that, nigga. Y'all for the pop my dick all in that mouth. Your mouth too, nigga, in the back. For the fuck all you boys. For the nut of your booty hole. And that's how the cops, I'm gonna wait on the cops to come, nigga. I'm fucking all you niggas when I get down there, nigga. All you. So they in the car, they, hey. I said, no. no that's what you want to do. No, I'm for the fuck you in the mouth. I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't see how those two correlate. You see. Because they need to understand, because John wanted y'all to know that this is a no fucking in the mouth zone. Absolutely. It says it in the good book. John 7, 27 says, no, and I mean absolutely no, fucking in the mouth. You just can't do it. So at that point, he freaked out. He's freaked all the way out. Upset. Angry. And, uh, You know, it ain't just anger. It's, it's a loud letter fear. I say, send me that location. Say, bro, I ain't with this shit you on. I said, no, you are with that shit I'm on because I'm on it. I ain't with that gay shit. I said, no, it's not about being gay. It's about power, nigga. I'm going to fuck your mouth here, nigga. I'm going to fuck your mouth here, bitch ass, nigga. Yeah, you're going to get fucked in the mouth, nigga. They're going to find you face down, ass up. Nigga, penitentiary rules and applies. Bitch ass nigga. Repeated it. And I counted 116 times. (laughs) Even after the phone was cut off. (laughs) (laughs) So, you know, me being me, I just wanted to set boundaries and rules in the office. There's a lot of things we do in there, Billow. A lot. Yeah. So I'm hot. 
I'm upset. I'm so angry. I'm outside talking to myself. The nigga calls me back. Say, man, a nigga just trying to. I say, no, nigga. Nigga, it's over. I'm waiting on my Uber. I'm on the way to the airport. Yeah. I'm coming back to the A and I'm going to fuck you in the mouth, nigga. So he was like, my nigga, hey, I'm a Christian. I don't give a fuck about none of that. Yeah, nigga, I'm going to fuck you to Kirk Franklin stomp. And the preacher say, stomp. Nigga, I don't give a fuck. Nigga, you getting fucked in the mouth, nigga. Not only was he going to fuck him in the mouth, but he paid for an Uber and a flight I'm gonna, I'm gonna. to go fuck him in the mouth. Yeah. Then I said in my itinerary, hey, bro, I'm on the way. So at this time, now I'm talking to Courtney. I said, I come back and ask and say, so this the nigga you want to fuck with. I respected you more, nigga. I said, nigga, because he, then now the niggas repeatedly calling my phone. I answered, I said, man, what the fuck do you want? Is your mouth ready? Because <laughs> I'm ready. I want you to know right now, <laughs> I am wiping my, my nuts down with baby oil and baby powder to make sure they fresh so I can fuck you in the mouth when I get down there, fam. They got to be clean for his mouth. I'm finna fuck you in the mouth. I'm going to take your drugs. So let me tell you, the nigga's a drug dealer. Wait. Yeah. A drug dealer. Hey, yeah, he a drug dealer. You know what I'm saying? He's always on the street nigga shit. Now, this is what happened. Courtney told me what happened. Mm-hmm. She said she was at the gas station. She was about to get some gas. She was a little bit irritated with me. Yeah. Said it a goofy street nigga pulled up. It's like, hey, man, I'm talking to him and shit. And she was like, I pulled a you on you. Mm-hmm. He came up and started talking. I was like, you know what? My car don't work. Can you give me some gas? He's like, yes, and that's that nigga out of full tank. Free gas. Can't beat it. Fill the tank up. She was like, I didn't see him. I ain't fucking. We got a full tank of gas. No. The BMW we got out there, it, that shit, that's $70, $80. So I'm like, mm. I'm like, got that's money out the nigga already? Um, but I'm still upset. Yeah. And she was like, she's trying to calm me down. So now nah. she was like, why are you, what is going on with you? And so now I got my, I got my, my snub nose 38. Cause I'm ready to get busy. <laughs> Go get my shit. Hey, get, get my shit. Don't. <laughs> Go get it. You making that gun sound too cool. Don't call it that. <laughs> Hey, that's not what that is. So, I'm packing my bag. I'm going to check my pistol with me. So you pack clothes? Yeah, I mean I pack clothes because I'm coming back. He's dead. <laughs> oh, he's going to be dead. It don't matter at this point. He's dead. I mean, you can show pistols on your own line. It doesn't matter. I'm not a fella. I can show. Say. Why people ready to talk shit? You gotta understand, the nigga had a Draco. Draco is a huge weapon. So when I called, I got my, I got my shit packed up. I called a nigga back. I said, "Bitch, hope your mouth wet. I want you to gargle some shit because I'm gonna fuck you in the mouth until I can't." Oh no, verbatim. Yeah, I heard it. And so the nigga's like, "Nigga, whatever, nigga." Whatever, nigga, you gonna see me, nigga. I said, yeah, nigga. I'm gonna fuck you in the mouth. And you're a street nigga. See, see, let me tell you about you niggas. Y'all think y'all the shit. Or y'all think y'all the only niggas that's crazy. Bitch, I'm crazy. You got that, you got that gun that Draco, because you want to protect your drugs and your money. You fucking with my wife and kids, nigga. 
I'll die for this shit. Today. If you would have took that gun, you was probably going to. Listen, let me tell you something. First of all, nobody's expecting this right here. This is a snub note. This has been passed down from generation to generation. For generation to generation. You see how rusty this hoe is. <laughs> it got <laughs> mold on the side. <laughs> mold. This is the shaky gun. This is the one when I pull up on niggas. Billo got this on his person. He has this on his person right now. <laughs> Be ready. That you finna get hit in the head with this hoe first off. When the last I'm time that been fired, five. Billo? When the last time it been? I slapped bullets. I slapped the nigga with this in college. I kept this on my... Yaka, right up, right upside, right upside the head with this whole thing about this. You ain't got to worry about ever being in no situation. You know what I'm saying? This whole it take all the bullets with it. So you know shell cases. You ain't no ain't no court case. Um, Yaka, right upside the nigga head with this. Whole. You ain't got shit to worry about. That ain't gonna work. Oh yeah, it's gonna work. You got to get that thing cleaned. Maybe. Well, let me tell you what's gonna happen to him though. He was gonna get shot with this hoe and fucked in the mouth. Okay. We gonna do it at the same time or one at a time? I told it. So let me tell you what happened after that. So then, cause I'm I'm upset now. Yeah. So I told him I said I die for this shit. I said nigga, not only am I gonna do that, I'm going to rip your throat open and I'm going to take your dope out the backseat and I'm going to bathe in cocaine in your blood tonight, bitch. It's going to fuck down. So now his homeboy tripping. He in the backseat. I said, y'all niggas want to point guns and shit? Nigga, show what you, you, your Draco? I hope that Draco got enough ammunition, nigga, for me. It's over tonight. So the nigga's like, nigga, you ain't shit. I said, let me tell you something. I'm finna stick this gun in your booty hole, nigga. And I'm put my dick in his mouth. And I'm gonna blow your whole insides out, bitch. I say, I'm on the motherfucking way. Bitch, be ready. So now, the nigga's getting a little nervous because he's like, what? Like, nigga, are you really showing me that? I, and at this point, I knew I had them in an uncomfortable position. Oh, definitely. Because they don't like know what's going on. Yeah, definitely. Uncomfortable. Uh, uncomfortable yeah. position. And what does Billy do when he sees the people's in an uncomfortable position? I'm going to keep talking. Keep talking. I say, yeah, nigga, let me tell you something. Y'all niggas don't know shit about me. I got into comedy because I'm dealing with some shit. PTSD, nigga. First entry. Marine Corps. Yeah, nigga. Did a whole two years over there in Bahrain. I was in Afghanistan. Hey, bro, look at me. I was an undercover agent over there, nigga, serving, doing, running through niggas. I say, slice a nigga's heads and throats open, nigga. I'm going to slice your face open, nigga. I'm going to bite your tongue, nigga. Jador, I'm going to have to put some more rules on that wall, I see. Hey. It's going to be a list, long list. So now, uh, the nigga's like, say, bro. Military, I was like, Yeah, nigga, Blackwater, nigga. You don't know what the fuck I am. Man, this shit the fuck up. <laughs> and so, so the nigga, like, the nigga tripping, he's like, Yeah, and, then, and so I had a nigga in the base. I say, Man, that's that shit that them, them military niggas be doing, dog. They be fucking bodies. See, yeah, we fuck bodies, nigga. So, you know, I mean, Arabians, I done fuck, nigga. Now, many Afghanis, I done ran through, nigga. I'm fucking y'all niggas when I get over there. All you niggas gonna see me, nigga. I say, nigga, I'm finna slide on the top of the car, nigga. Everybody did. Nigga, Eric, the whole car did. So the driver said, even me, you too, fat bitch. You fucking did too. Everybody say cut. Everybody cut. This nigga said black wall. He did. He did. Is that even a real thing? 
what zone is this? This is a no fucking in the mouth zone. This nigga never put on a uniform in his life. <laughs> Maybe Boy Scout. Maybe. Hey. No, no, no. The last nigga that had a gun. That nigga right there. He right behind you. That's the nigga who had the gun. Kept it inside. I don't give a fuck. Hey. I say niggas I'm like, man, hey, with that gay shit. I say it ain't about being gay. It's about power. And so the nigga was like, say, bro, you know you can't use that shit on civilians. Nah, you not civilians. These niggas believe it. Now they in there. Now they believe in this shit. So the niggas talk to the other nigga in the back talking shit. Nigga, fuck you, nigga. I said, that's cool. I'm gonna fuck you twice, bitch. You going through there twice. I'm gonna fuck you and I'm gonna put you in a trunk and I'm gonna ride you around. And then I'm gonna pull you out and I'm gonna fuck you again in Millennium Square and I'm gonna drop your booty hole off in Piedmont Park. So, Al, I'm doing that. I'm gonna have a face full of your blood and powder on my face, bitch. I'm on the way. So, the Uber pulls up at this time. John looking at me crazy. He's like, man, this nigga tripping, Bill, where you going? But I know what's about to happen. I'm finna keep the ride going. I'm on the way to the airport. So, the, the, the Uber's to the airport. Now, he, now I'm on the phone. I'm on the phone still. Uber driver, he tripping. He said, what's going on, buddy? I said, nothing about to fuck these niggas in the mouth when I get out there. <laughs> All you niggas getting fucked in the mouth. He, these drivers says, hey, okay, buddy, you crazy. He said, he said, I say, no, bro. I'm ex-military. These motherfuckers want to fuck with my wife. They find finna get fucked in the mouth. Oh, buddy, he'll do it. He'll do it, buddy. I, I, I believe him. And so now he didn't say that shit. Now everybody in the fucking car, they freaked out. So they like, now the nigga trying to talk to me. I said, man, I got a daughter. I got a family. I don't give a fuck about none of that shit, nigga. Your daughter about to have another mama, nigga, because you better get fucked in the mouth. So now I just hang the phone up. I leave it there. Suspense. Gotta be suspense. I tell the nigga to drive me back to the house. I sit at the crib. Me and Courtney talking. She tells me she was, you know, you do bullshit all the time. I was like, I done a lot of bullshit. And we dropped it. I think he called you back a couple times though. Yeah. So I had it next day. I had to go. This is ongoing. Next day I had to go to Dallas. Went to Dallas. Everything was cool. A nigga texted me and said, I guess you ain't coming. I'll be out there tomorrow. I said, bet. Now I'm mad. Make a call. Call my homeboy. He works for a known phone company, which might be said. And I say, hey, man, you know what? Run a trace on his number real quick. He's like, what's that? No problem, Billo. He's a 323er. He's a fan of the podcast. <clears throat> so he's like, oh, man, this number in Atlanta and Banky. He gives the address. I get the address. Call him up. I say, hey man, it's a nigga out there in your neighborhood. Got a bunch of dope. Got about 30 keys in there. I said, that nigga was trying to fuck with my wife. I said, I really don't appreciate the shit. I said, you should go and go and pay that boy a bitch. He's like, oh man, bro, I got you, bro. What you need me to do? I said, man, here. This nigga, 1500. I said, go in there and shake shit up real quick. I said, nigga, I did this shit for free, but back you said $1,500. I'm finna go. Well, they in there. Young niggas. So. Courtney called me back. I'm, I'm unbelievably calm because I'm back on my counseling shit. I call my little counselor. I talk on the phone. So I'm trying to get myself together, bro. The nigga ain't trying to be fucked up like this. 
So I'm talking to the counselor, and the counselor's like, what's going on? And I told her, I said, uh, I said, uh, yeah. She said, um, Billy, what happened today? I said, well, there was a guy who was trying to talk to my wife. Uh, and he said, how did you find out he was trying to talk to your wife? I said, I went through a phone because something felt right. Um, she was like, how did that make you feel? It made me feel upset. Mm-hmm. And she said, why did it make you feel upset? I said, because my wife shouldn't be talking to the man. She said, she shouldn't be. She won't. Those are expectations. What are the expectations? Thief of joy. Thief of joy. Yeah. She's like, can't have expectations. Why? Because expectations lead to disappointment. Disappointment leads to frustration. Frustration leads to anger. Anger leads to you being enraged. And you can't be enraged. Did you get enraged? I said, yeah. She said, Billy, you're not supposed to get enraged. What did you say? I said, I was going to fuck him in the mouth. <laughs> she, she was like, wait, I didn't hear you. <laughs> She said, wait, you talking about your wife? I said, there's nothing wrong with having sex with your wife. I said, no. I said, going to close Imagine being... Therapists not supposed to t- share their stories about their clients, right? No, they're not. So, I don't know if my, if my audio caught off, but... She shared that one. Hey, she said, so wait a minute. Who are you saying you're going to fucking him out, Bill? I said, I don't know his name. Some nigga. And I was like, yeah, I was going to fuck him in the mouth. And she's like, why would you do that? She said, Billy, are you a homosexual? She said, is there something you want to tell me? She says, okay, if you're gay, Billy, you can come out to me. I think if you come out, I think it's very brave of you. I said, well, to be quite honest, I'm not gay. She's like, well, Billy, if you're going to have sex with this man in his mouth, <laughs> that's, that's gay. I said, no. She's like, it's not, I said, it's not gay. It's about power. And she said, what? I said, yeah, something for everybody in the car. She's like, so you want to have an orgy <laughs> in the car? Now I'm still talking on the phone. Courtney calls. I said, what's up? Uh, can y'all hear me? Y'all hear me good? Okay. So Courtney calls me. She said, what's going on? I said, I'm in my counseling session. I'm about to call you back. She said, uh, are you upset? I said, no. She said, um, well, I'm just checking on you. Yeah, I know. I know why she's checking on me. You know, because she know I'm on. The, I'm on the edge. I do the show. Everything's cool. We on the way back home. And so, um, I'm frustrated, John, because you know I ain't, I ain't gonna lie to you, bro. You seen I've been trying to be accountable. I've been laying off. I've been laying off these hoes. You've been doing good. I, I've been focused on my family. Been doing good. That's what I'm on. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Uh, yeah. Trying to get everything together for the roast, planning everything out. But I'm hot. This shit's still bothering me. So. My boyfriend hit me back. He was like, yeah, nigga, we got all type of shit out there, nigga. Crib. I said, y'all went over there already? He said, yeah, nigga, the nigga was down the street from me. I was wondering who lived in the house. Mm-hmm. I was like, what y'all do? He was like, mm, you know, we just shook shit up a little bit. We good. He's like, you want some of the shit we got back? I was holding for you to get out. We got a bunch of shit. I was like, nah, bro, I'm good. I just wanted that nigga to know. Stop playing with me. So, immediately, Courtney calls me again. And uh, I know why she called me. Why is that? Because the nigga probably called her. She didn't answer. She said, he called me. I said, oh. She said, what's going on? I said, no, nothing. I said, he's calling me too. 
She was like, well, you should see what he wants. Well, what, you know, that's, you know, you guys, you did sit in the location. I said, ah, don't worry about that. But uh, we'll see what's going on. Mm-hmm. So, nigga does call me actually right while I'm on the phone. When I click over, I said, hello. Say, say, bro. Say, man. Man, somebody ran in the house for my, my grandma and them was there, man. And you know what I'm saying? I said, you live with your grandma? No, my grandma lived with me. I said, no, nigga. Mm-hmm. You live with your grandma. <laughs> nah, she just spent the night sometimes. And he was That's like, it. He was like, so wait a minute. I was, I was like, so wait a minute. You talked all this shit about about all this shit and you live with your grandma, nigga. That's fucked up. You shouldn't, you know, you should play stupid games. You win stupid prizes. Hung the phone up. Call her back again. He was like, man, this is my recent, this is my weekend for visitation, bro. Man, tell them niggas. I said, nah, nigga. No. You are on my line right now about shit that ain't got nothing to do with me. She was like, he was like, man, you swear to God it ain't nothing to do with it, man. I'm just, I said, man, listen, I ain't had nothing to do with what happened to you. But play stupid games, win stupid prizes, hung up on a nigga. What and was his Draco at the, at the moment? Probably wasn't his Draco. Who knows? We're going to get to that in a moment. So Courtney calls me back again. She upset. Why aren't you talking to me? What's happening? I was like, I'm good, baby. I just, you know, Dealing with shit here and there about stuff, you know. But everything's cool. The nigga called me again while Courtney's on the phone. I said, Courtney, your friend's on the phone. Let me join join you in. Join it in. He on there at this time. He was like, bro, I swear to God, bro. I swear to God, bro. I swear to God, the drink over mine, bro. That my homeboy shit, bro. I was just trying to. I said, nah, nigga. You want to play stupid games. I said, so be ready, nigga. Because I'm coming to fuck you in the mouth, fam. He's like, you back on that shit again? You got to be a <laughs> back on that shit again, nigga. We got to stop. And so at this point, John looking at me. Because he realizes that. You out of control. I'm out of control. So when I get back, he puts this right up. Thought it was needed. Because it's a no fucking in the mouth zone. Yeah. And now. Uh, it's going to be a few more of those around the office. Yeah. In days coming. Definitely. 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 Yeah. Pictures uh, included. Yeah, pictures maybe need to be included. Today, guys, today, today's episode is brought to you by our good friends over there at Hawthorne. Man, let me tell you something, bro. If you'd like to have a great smell, you know, if you want a woman to really understand who you are, you want to spend some time out, you smoke. Uh, do you really think that people ain't really figured out that you got to have a nice smell when you out kicking it? You got to do something to cover that cologne up, to cover that smoke smell up, bro. So, man, you want to make sure that your self-care routine is in po- on point, fam. And our good friends over there at Hawthorne, dog, they definitely make sure they know how to get it together. They make custom brand sense, dog. Give you two cents, one for work, one for play, business to pleasure. You can get that popping, and they will have you smelling fantastic. You know what I'm saying? Spray that shit up on you, you you going in. So uh you definitely want to make sure you holler at people over there at Hawthorne. Hawthorne gives you custom scents. Hey man, and uh if you if you didn't really know, it's really quick and easy. You go in there, you take the test survey. Um, you know, it's one of them things where it's like they're gonna find out what you smell like. I mean, in a way that, like, not just what you smell like, how they can make you smell better 
by calibrating the custom color profile and the scent profile. Bro, the shit is fucking fire. They give you all that. They want to make sure you upgrade yourself here. Self-care routine. Hot Thought is fun and a convenient way to get super high-quality products tailored specifically for your needs. Now, let me tell you something. If you go on there and get on there today, right now, go on, on over there. That's hotthorn.co with the promo code DYMM. They're going to take 10% off your first purchase, man. 10%. Mm. And they're coming right to your goddamn house. Hawthorne. Make sure you hit our friends up. That's H-A-W-T-H-O-R-N-E dot C-O. Promo code D-Y-M-M for the Did You Miss Me podcast. And they're going to make sure you get your first setup with 10% off. Get you some smells. Get you some scents and some other products. All from my good people over there at Hawthorne. Now, we'll get back to the next one in a little bit. We got some more shit to say. Young John, uh, we're going to go take a break real quick. We'll be right back. Don't go nowhere. I'm Ned Rather, and my wife is a dirty whore. Rapper Flavor Flav was recently spotted outside of a New York grocery store, and he was asked to put on his mask, not to stop the spread of corona, but simply because he's ugly. Mask panic broke out last night in Los Angeles. No, there wasn't an earthquake. Nick Cannon threatened to play his latest album over a loudspeaker. The streets were empty. Beef stirred up on the set a while and out, recently when Emmanuel Hudson confronted spoken reasons for stealing his royalties on the song She Ratchet. Emmanuel might want to figure out who's been stealing his hairline. Boxing champion Floyd Mayweather is fighting for his life this morning after he attempted to spell the word entrepreneurship last night. Sources say he'll make a full recovery. He almost took himself out of there. And in a recent interview with the CDC, a reporter asked Magic Johnson if he was afraid of catching the coronavirus. He replied, the coronavirus better worry about catching me. I'm Ned Rather signing off and I do cocaine, but all my bills are paid. Yo, to the best podcast in the whole wide world, best storytellers. We want to give you this right here an award. Award for being the best fans that we got. Come on over to patreon.com backslash did you miss me podcast and make sure you support us. Join us over there. As well as, huh, get all the new merchandise we got. Did you miss me podcast.com? New merchandise. You see it. You see it. Take it in, bitches. We all up in this thing. Exclusive content only on patreon.com. Black owned. We back up in this thing. Best storytelling podcast in the world. Your boy B Sorrell's right here. Ain't shit, John. John. So, how did this roast weekend come about? People ask. They want to know how the hell did this shit pop off. It definitely got started sitting around um drinking. I usually good ideas come about. Yeah. Yeah. I always start off with a good six drinks. Every time. When we first planned it, it's supposed to be like small little kickback. That's all it's supposed to be. Six to ten people, we said. Yeah, that's it. Six to ten. No bullshit. Sit back there, kick it, music, uh, liquor, and uh preferably mushrooms. That was my plan. Yeah, I needed those two. You know, women with daddy issues. But, but um, yeah, we said six to ten people. We was gonna camp back there, drink, stay up to about five or six in the morning, barbecue a little bit. That's yeah, it. that was it. That was it. A week later, that's when all these other ideas started to come. Was it cocaine that started the ideas for me? You think? 
Definitely. <laughs> I think this was like 48 hours up. Because I think I came over here like at 6 in the morning and you was pacing around the upper room. So he was like, yeah, I'm going to do a little comedy show. So now we got tents, liquor, barbecue, and he's going to do stand-up for the 6 to 10 people. Two hours later, now he want a band. <laughs> so now you got your tent, your barbecue, comedy, and a band. All good. Go get something to eat, come back. Now he want porta potties. <laughs> but not just any porta potties. I would have preferred just to get the blue ones. Go in, take a pee, you get out. This nigga ordered a movie trailer. <laughs> Couches, set chairs with director written across the back, and a lush marble floored restroom parked in his fucking driveway. <laughs> yeah, six to ten people. So now we got a tent. Barbecue, a band, a comedy show, and a trailer. All right, no problem. 35 minutes later. Now, we need valet parking for the six to ten people. So now we got a valet a trailer, barbecue, comedy, and a band. All good. Next day, Billy texts me five in the morning. Got an idea. You should come over and let's talk about it. I regretted it. Went in my kitchen, took a shot of tequila, said, let me go deal with this bullshit. Soon as I walk in, hey, Jay, got an idea. You know what we need? We need a stage and lights all over the backyard for these six to ten people. I say, okay. Who are these six to ten people? Because I thought we had a plan. I say, all right, Billow. Give me a rough list, and I'm going to get back to you in about 20, 30 minutes. Get on the couch, wake up. <laughs> this nigga had a three-page list <laughs> for those six to ten people. It was about 95 to 100 people back there. 100 in the cold with a stage, daiquiri machines now, two bartenders, sponsors lined up along the gate, three fire pits, six blower heaters, and a staff. And a movie trailer. And a movie trailer. And a chef for those six to 10 people. 
I just knew we was gonna get kicked out. <laughs> the whole neighborhood, not the house, the neighborhood. <laughs> now wait, wait, wait. This is where the people don't realize. I realized all this was going on. So I knew we needed to be secure. So I said, let's get a bouncer. Because we want to make sure we ain't got to bounce nobody. And then about 30 minutes later, I said, you know what? Somebody got to secure this movie trailer because I got people I'm going to fly in for this shit. I need my partners from LA. We need two police officers. Police. Because I ain't dealing with shit. HPD. HPD. Because in uniform. We're going to be doing drugs in the backyard. Smoking. Turning up. And there's a chance that this nigga from Atlanta might come back down here because he's going to see my social media because he know who I am. So just in case he decided to pull up and shoot up my shit with his Draco because mm-hmm. his granny and his uh, baby mama and a bunch of other people got locked in the bathroom and he was hiding in the closet when his friend in there stole all the dope back. Locked in the bathroom. Yeah. Because I told him I was going to fuck him in the mouth because I'm still going to fuck him in the mouth. That's going to happen. But I think you should let that one go. I mean, I was, but now that I, now that we had this event, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Shit, you know I gotta make sure people secure. That's, that's just I table. was gonna deal with him. Let's table that. But that's yeah. other people. That's this here. Okay. Six to ten people. <laughs> Six to ten people. Then I was like, you know what? The thing that I set the backyard ten party off with the next day, I had a roast because that's when it's going up in style. Yeah, to say the least. To say the least. So, so six to ten people is what the plan is. Ten party. Ten party is now uh Palooza in the backyard. <laughs> I I'm realizing how we done made you know got like thirty forty thousand dollars in sponsorship. Shout out, shout out, shout out, shout out to Kavasi. Uh, shout out to Gas Gods. Gas Gods. The Breakfast Club. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Feast with Beasts. Uh, can you? That Packers to, to go. Yeah. 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 Solar. Yeah. Forget now, about the let me tell you what, that's, that's another thing. So I'm realizing that this roast that I need to make sure my, my friends from all deaf people come in. And we've been so successful. I told John, I said, listen, man, give me a year. We're going to have a million dollars. What would you think when I said that? I believe you, actually. Is it because you was also on cocaine? Probably. Yeah, but at the time, it sounded <laughs> so amazing. <laughs> so, so I remember, yeah, good idea. <laughs> Let's start a let's start a media company to start promoting these videos. We got the production company down there. Yeah, that in the box right there. On the right, on the, over there, stacked up. So with that being said, um, you see him? It's the, 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 the we look at. Give me the magazine. Yeah. It's all right. I'm going to put pictures up for you, too. So, it's all good. <laughs> about 45 minutes later, I decided, you know what we need? We need a magazine. Because niggas need to understand it's about to be an epic-ass weekend. So, full of drugs, I put together a magazine to promote sponsors. 
And then we started getting most bosses. Then I called a dude who buried, who did the funeral for my daddy. I said, man, why don't you jump on and sponsor with us? They did it. And then it started going down. And the more drugs and more I started thinking and writing, we got this shit all the way popping. This shit went all the way down. Double cover magazine. So then I said, you know what? Why are we doing all this? We can't just do this shit and people can see it. Yeah. We need a live stream. So we need somebody to come over and cover the stream. Then now it's going down. For six to ten people. Six to ten people. Yeah. Yeah. But I enjoyed it. So man, it's it's going down outside. Let's see what Common Boy Energizer. Energizer ain't hung down in a while. So he came through. It was going the fuck down out there. Who Capone? I was bruh, it was crazy. Yeah. Shit was nuts. And after the after the after show, it was an after party. Brought him in the house. Energizer set up a DJ down there in the den. Rocked that hole till like six in the morning. We didn't go to sleep. We did not go to sleep that night. We went straight to the breakfast club for 11 o'clock. No sleep. No sleep. A lot of alcohol. Free alcohol. Yeah. Free food. Free daiquiris. We turned all the way up. I'm pretty sure a few women panties came off. Drink was amazing. Shout out to Ducey. Made some hell of a drinks, my man. At o- One of the owners at OST Liquor Store. Another sponsor. Yeah, we was racking them in. Definitely was. Racking them in. Yeah. Yeah, we uh we definitely should do this. We we was going we was going super duper fed. Yeah. Gotta do it once a year now. Now it's on. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe not here. Definitely gotta get a bigger yard. Definitely gotta get a bigger yard. I'm pretty sure Yeah, but we had the police out there. Yeah, the police. A car did come up actually. Yeah, they did. Yeah. What what happened with that? The police was standing right there. Couldn't do nothing about Couldn't it. Do it was nothing white about police it. that pulled up. Yep. We had all black officers. It was yeah, it was like we're good. We got this. Car backed up, turned around. All good. Back to party. One of the police ladies had a ass, though. <laughs> Dion Shay. <laughs> yep. Got them cakes. Dion Shay with the cakes. Yeah. That's what that nigga kept saying. It's the finest little police. Teddy was like, you know, it's the finest little police, bitch. I've never seen in my life. Hey, player. Hey, Billy. Let me tell you something, bro. So let me tell you something, bro. This is, this is, bro. I'm telling you something, bro. This is, hey, cause this is crazy, cause you got a little police bitch out here. Y'all smoking weed. Nobody tripping. Ain't nobody shot this all up. This is a duck. Where is he from? Where is he from? South Central. That makes sense. Plenty of sense. Yeah, definitely, 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 definitely. Y'all watch it Sunday too. Oh yeah, we t- so that's a three day party. Three day party for the six to ten people. Yeah, and then we just I mean we had it, you know, Chef Mo Gumbo because it was already cold. And the tents. And the tents. And the trailer. And the barbecue. 
For the six to ten people. For the six to, to ten, ten people. people. Bro, you know what's crazy about that? We got all the old, all frat brothers made up, came through deep. We was in there kicking it, kicking it. At some point, we started stepping in the damn party. Around the kitchen. Uh, We forgot the part because the roast went down. It was almost perfect. But some shit started happening. Yeah, 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 yeah. Hearing called me. Shout out to Hearing. <sighs> Hearing parties like we party. So I'm in the back. I'm trying to make sure everybody's comfortable. Boo Capone. Where's that, nephew? What's up, blood? Blood. Where's that, blood? I said, I got it in the room. Come on. Come drink. I'm drinking. I get Boo Capone a bomb. He cool. All right. Blood, we good, blood. I'm good. Let's hit the stage. Cool. Hearing called me. He's standing right here. He's like, where's that, nigga? Where the can? I said, like, nigga, calm down, nigga. You talking loud as fuck. Like, I know niggas know I do this shit. You aggressive with the shit. Yeah. yeah. Where's that, nigga? Where's that? We're all that fucking around talking shit, nigga. Let's get this shit popping. So I well, pass it over, nigga, take a bump. Boom. Then I get to Henry. Henry take a bump. I start talking. I turn back around. Henry's gone. Henry has stolen a whole two grams of cocaine. And he's gone. He left find, the building? I don't know where the nigga was. Because first off, the nigga had on some headlines they use when you out there on the tarmac of an airport throwing bags. The nigga that do this, <laughs> big ass headphones. He had them on with no. They wasn't Bluetooth. They were just to tune out the world, like <laughs> just them a little autism. And boy, take. It's just me and my thoughts looking ass. Hey man, so Henry was supposed to be on the first part of Rose. Now, Ernest is here helping. Patrick Cloud is here. They produce and try to get people out. He's like, where is Henry? I said, I don't know. Henry missed the whole first show. Henry shows up. Middle of the second show. Sweating. <laughs> <laughs> sweating. Here's why. I forgot some shit about what was in that bag. Because I make I mix stuff up. I had two of my Master Yoda pills in the, in the bag with my cocaine. Now, master Yoda is like Extreme Molly MDMA hybrid type shit. Like you don't fuck with them. You just take a pinch of corner and then that's it. So all that's gone. Here we sweat. He's like, man, what the fuck was up with that dope, man? I said, I said, where's that? Oh man, baby, that's gone. That's gone. Showtime, nigga. Showtime. I'm a star. You a star. I'm brilliant, nigga. I said, who? Who brilliant? <laughs> Henry. Henry's motherfucking brilliant. You better watch him. I said, who, who I better watch? Because niggas got it fucked up. Niggas got who fucked up? Henry, because he's brilliant. Now the niggas talking to himself and responding to himself in the third person. I said, I said, Henry, you took all that shit? Yeah, it's gone. Fuck it. It's gone. I said, oh no, baby, you can't do that. He did. You can't do that. <laughs> he did. And it showed. <laughs> it showed. Now I did an episode of Roast, Roast Me Battlegrounds. And on the episode, it was rough because I got to arguing with Coco when I was out there. We had a whole argument. Um, and so shit is just out of control. I stayed up on night arguing. I was tired. I left my dope and I needed something because I stayed up on night arguing and I died at Roseman Battlegrounds. And Book Capone's like, I got something to pep you up. I say, what you got? Anything because I've been up for two days trying to play in this road, run out here, do all this shit, come back. And so Come on, I got something for you, baby. Take one of these. I said, okay. I'm thinking it's either Adderall. That's what it looked like. 
or I'm thinking maybe it's a crushed up piece of eggs, but I just need a corner. About 20 minutes, that's going to get me in the game. But you don't know what it is yet. Nope, don't know what it is. I go stiff, shut up. Woo. And I get my shoulders relaxed. Boom. Everything is moving slow. It happened real fast. Oh, you in the game. I said, what in the fuck is going on? I start to go up and talk to somebody. But I feel like every time I'm trying to talk to somebody, they can't see me. <laughs> I said, you don't see me, so I'm not going to talk to you. And I'm trying to go talk to niggas. I'm like, I forget what I want to say. Then I think they don't see me. So I'm just confused. I'm going through a lot of shit. I'm confused. And then I'm trying to figure out, why am I confused? Did I eat today? Billow. I don't know who nobody is. For a solid two minutes. I can't. I know niggas' faces. I don't know their name. I see Boo. Because Boo's face I know. Yeah. I say, I say, Boo, what's up? He's like, it's good, hey, blood. We good. We ready to roll, blood. Let's get this shit popping. I said, Boo, I don't know who anybody is. And I don't want to be by myself. Can you just sit right here and talk to me? He's like, no, blood, what's wrong with you, blood? I said, Bro, I said, bro, something weird is happening. People can't see me. I don't know who nobody is. And I'm forgetting what I want to say before I say it. And I'm I'm really, I need to, I don't think I ate today. Blood, eat a sandwich, blood, let's get it. So we ate, I ate a sandwich. We had on set and I drank some water. And something about the water going down just kind of calmed me. Then I was really at peace. And I felt like, I shouldn't be talking shit about people because that's not nice. So I call my counselor. Again. I'm sitting backstage. And I'm like, you know, talking to her. She was like, where are you? She's like, I'm in LA. I was like, I'm in LA. Get ready to do my TV show. And she was like, what's the show about? I said, well, we're talking to make fun of people. She's like, yeah, we're talking about people. She's like, we're talking about people. She's like, are any of these men men you want to have sex with? <laughs> I said, no, they're not men I want to have sex with. It's like, also oh, you're over wanting to have sex with me. I don't ever want to have sex with me. Hold you up. You make you think you say that. But you would fuck him in the mouth. Yeah. Yeah. Because she reminded me. She said, well, last time I talked to you, you said you were going to put your penis in a man's mouth. I said, I don't, I don't remember saying that. Now you're a crazy person because <laughs> I'm not gay. <laughs> so I don't know what the fuck you got me confused with. <laughs> what type of Twilight Zone shit y'all got going on? But I'm not gay, and I ain't never, <laughs> ever, ever, ever told nobody I was gonna have sex with them and let them me put my penis in their mouth. And it's just like I was like, I'm like, I told Boo. And so Boo was like, What's going on, bro? I said, My counselor don't tell me that I told her that I was gonna have sex with some men. She was like, No, you just said you're gonna have sex with the men. I said, Well, what did I say exactly? She said, You she's like, I can't say that. I said, What did I say? Why can't you tell me what I said? Yeah. You the counselor, you writing it down? She's like, Did you write it down? See, I was like, tell me what the hell you said. Well, she's like, well, I can't say it because somebody else is here. I'm telling you it's cool, boo. Oh, put it on speaker. I'm going to put it on speaker. She's going to tell me what, so you can hear. Well, it's cool, blood. I talk to my counselor all the time. My counselor named Karen. What's your name? <laughs> and so she was like, I can't tell you my name, sir. It's like this is a private session, but we, you can't listen if you want to. So she says, well, you said you were going to f- fuck him in the mouth. 
And immediately Blue said, what? What'd you say? <laughs> so Billy gonna fuck who in the mouth? <laughs> so I didn't know what they was talking about. I didn't know what, what they was talking about at all. I was just like, what, what do you mean? She was like, no, Billy, you said you were gonna fuck him in the mouth because they were trying to have sex with your wife. I said, oh, them niggas. I absolutely said I was gonna fuck <laughs> the niggas in the mouth because it all came back to me. Now that them niggas dead in the eyes, and I said, "Did you miss me? God damn! Took y'all ass around the world and dropped your ass off, man. This is the Did You Miss Me podcast, best storytelling podcast in the fucking world. Joining me today, my boy, ain't shit, John, John, Sean. Shout out to Delay, damn fool, mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, and this is a what? Can you show them what what zone this is? While I find this last piece of information here that we need to give them, this is absolutely yeah a no fucking in the mouth zone. No fucking in the mouth zone. No matter how many times Billy says it. <laughs> <laughs> hey man, so look, check this out. Um, it feels like the holiday season is uh, sneaking up on us early and early every year. So you got to be ready, man. You never know. You got shopping. And you behind. That's why I want to let y'all know about a great place to get everything you need this holiday season. Zebit. Listen, it rhymes with debit, but it starts with a Z. Zebit, y'all. Make sure you check it out. With Zebit, you can shop thousands of products from your favorite brands and pay for them over time. It's kind of like layaway, but on a Zebit card. You understand? Mm-hmm. That's what it is. Zebit, not debit. It's like layaway. You can pay on it and didn't do with it. Look, you got uh Zebit gives you the option to pay just a portion of the price at checkout with the rest spread out over easy payments, affordable payments. Look. You can get anything. I went on there and used my Zebit card. I bought me some Jordans, some real Jordans, because sometimes I buy fake Jordans, but wish. some real Jordans off Wish. Off Wish. Yes. My Jordans I bought off Wish. Jordan has two basketballs. He looked like he, he got pom-poms. Cheerleader. Give me a C. Chili. You got your C. You got your C. Zebit even has gift cards from your favorite places like Sephora, Bath & Body Works, and Foot Locker. So uh, whether you're a pension and need the last minute to go shopping with, Zebit's the place to get this thing popping. It's the gift card to get you covered. Listen, man, Zebit, there's no ca- no cost to join, no hidden fees, and no gotchas with flexible payment options and amazing marketplace. Zebit is the place to start holiday shopping. Remember, get ahead and start your holiday uh, shopping. Sign up and shop with Zebit today at zebit.com backslash uh, D-Y-M-M. That's Z-E-B-I-T dot com backslash, I'm sorry, slash D-Y-M-M. Zebit.com slash D-Y-M-M. And tell them your boy Billy sent you. Hey, John, tell them where they can follow you at. That's I am underscore John Roshan. That's R-O-C-H-O-N. Shout out to my boy Dan Fool, Delay, Jador, yeah. Coco, Hemi, Indy, Kylie, Blair. Listen, man, all the kids, all the family, everybody out here, we kicking it. We're coming to you live from somewhere else, man. This has been an episode of. Go right now and watch that roast. Go to patreon.com. If you're a $10 subscriber, you can watch the roast of Billy Surreal's two shows, four hours, roasting comedy, unedited. Man, damn fool, delay, Shima Franklin, Ronnie Jordan, Black Ron went the hell off. We're gonna tell mm-hmm. you more about that specifically, yeah. how that rest of that night went. Cause uh last time I told you the boy Henry Coleman was sweating and it was crazy. Mm-hmm. Till next time, check me out tomorrow, Monday through Friday, morning hustle show, 6 to 10 a.m. 
listen to us. Uh, shout out to people in Chicago, Dallas, Texas, Houston, Texas. We love y'all, but we ain't on here yet, but we coming. Morning Hustle Show, 6 to 10 a.m. Love y'all. See y'all next time.